Hey, this is Taylor Strickland. I'm one of the pastors at Second Baptist Church West Campus, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message teaches you, inspires you, and strengthens your faith. To learn more about a Second Students ministry, just check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Search Second Students West. Enjoy the podcast. Open your Bibles, however you do that, whether that's your phone or actual paper or you just got it memorized, go ahead and flip to 2 Corinthians 11. That's where we're going to be this morning. And my main point, my main topic that I want you to get out of today is that we should be who God created us to be despite resistance or setbacks. Resistance, resistance excuse me, or setbacks, who better to speak into that than Paul? Paul was someone who was on God's journey, who knew exactly what God wanted him to do for his life. But he was always opposed. He was always overcoming obstacles and, uh, and just overcoming trials that Paul knows it better. And I'll get to Moana in a second. But Paul went through a lot of hard times. And he tells us in these next few verses that I'm going to read in this letter, the second, second Corinthians, which is Paul's second letter to the church at Corinth. And the church at Corinth was one of the churches that Paul had ministered to and visited several times. And he hung out there for a little bit, but now he went away. And so this second letter seems to be in response to a letter that Paul received after he had left the church. And this is his response. You know, he, he dives into just teaching them and guiding them in the right way so that they carry out the church, the big, the big C, the church. God's church correctly in Corinth. And these, these next few verses I'm going to dive into, it's, it's not a lot, but it's big enough to focus on this morning because if you look in your Bibles or if you notice like how there's all these, it's like a chapter heading or just this little, this small passage heading, it's labeled, Paul boasts about his sufferings. And now why would, I, why would I boast? Like, yes, look at all the junk that I had to go through to get here. Because it's the, like, I'm set up for failure, but yet I thrived, or yet I succeeded, right? Everyone loves those stories, which is why Paul is so sought after, why Moana was such, had, had such great appeal to it, is because people could relate. People could say, like, oh, I've been through a lot of, a lot of, a lot of junk in my life. But if I stay focused, if I continue pressing on, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to accomplish the goal that I set before myself, right? So this, that's what I'm going to read. It's verse 23 of chapter 11 in 2 Corinthians. So here we go. No, are they servants of Christ? Am I out of my mind to talk like this? No, I am more. I have worked much harder. I've been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from the rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. Verse 27, I have labored and toiled, and I've often gone without sleep. I've known hunger and thirst, and I've often gone without food. 
I've been cold and naked. Verse 28, besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. Now, if I remember correctly from, from the three times that I watched Moana this week in preparation for this Sunday, it's a really good movie. It's, I, I know all the words now. In that time, Moana went through quite a bit of circumstances and situations and challenges that she had to go through to accomplish her goal. If you haven't seen the movie, I know there were some hands that were not raised, but her story goes something like this. A young girl is chosen by the ocean to restore this token item, the heart of Tefiti. That's what it's labeled. The heart of Tefiti needs to be returned. And to return it, she needs to go across the, across the ocean, past the reef that surrounds her, her own island, to return that item. However, her father, the chief, refuses to let her go into the ocean. Like, just because of past circumstances, because of a situation in his life, he says, no one's going on beyond the reef. But, you know, in, in typical circumstances, you know, like whenever you're told not to push the red button, what do you want to do? I'm going to push the red button, right? I'm going to go, no, Moana, you're not going out to the ocean. Moana's like, yes, I am going out to the ocean because you said I can't, right? That happens all the time. What, what happens next? He meets up. She, she begins her journey. She starts, starts her journey, heads out on a ship, not a ship, a tiny canoe to go restore the heart. But first she has to find someone. That's Maui. That's the big guy in the trailer. And Maui is a very strong character with a special hook, like a, just a fish hook, that gives him powers to shapeshift, to turn into any animals that he needs to in a certain situation. But whenever they met, did they have... Did he have his hook? No, of course not. So we're just going to extend Moana's little journey back to Tefiti by looking for the hook first because they need that because Maui was part of that journey. All throughout this movie, it's challenge after challenge after challenge. It's pirates in the shape of coconuts. It's a giant crab that wants to be shiny. It's a lack of motivation from a past encounter that Maui just doesn't want to move on. It's an unforgiving ocean that continues to beat them and beat them and beat them while they're on the sea. And finally, there's a character by the name of Taka, which I don't really know how to describe it, but it's just an angry lava monster that, you know, ties it in at the end. And if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But for lack of better terms, She's an angry lava monster. And even though that Moana had all this going against her, every, every card was against her, she was still able to focus and continue moving forward on the journey that she had set out to accomplish because she knew that the ocean chose her for a reason. Now let's take that back a little. Paul had all this stuff going on in his life. Every every piece of resistance, every obstacle that he had to overcome, he continued to press on. He continued to run the race. And I'll read that verse in a second. He continued to move on because he knew that there was a bigger picture. He knew that he was chosen by God to glorify him and to share his name for a reason, right? Paul listed out all the things he had gone through. Five times he received those 39 lashes from the Jews. Why 39, you might be asking? 
You're probably not, but I'm going to tell you. Because 40 lashes was the death mark. Like, you, you went through 40 lashes, that's basically a death sentence. But 39, we're going to bring you within, the brink, within an inch of death, and then you move on. So he got that five times. Three times he was beaten with rods. Once pelted with stones, three times shipwrecked, spent a night and a day in the open sea, faced danger everywhere. Rivers, bandits, Jews, Gentiles, and all kinds of places. He lacked sleep, he lacked nourishment, and he lacked clothing so that he could stay warm. And basically for this, Paul kind of had to pay dues. Almost like you all have a Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus subscription. You can't access the features until you pay up. In a way, just looking at it, Paul had to go through all this, all these obstacles, all this just trouble in order to prove to himself that he was honoring God and so that he could finish his race, so that he could accomplish the goal that was set before him to share the name of Jesus to everybody. He didn't stop. He kept moving forward and persevered for the sake of Christ and Christ's calling on his life. I'm going to read in 2 Timothy 4, verse 7. And this is why I kept mentioning the race. Verse 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And looking at this Looking at this scripture, it only magnifies the fact that, that I myself, that you, that all of us should not allow the trials, should not allow the obstacles or circumstances stop us from being who God called us to be. God has a calling for every one of our lives. You may, you may not be sure, like, what, what does my calling even look like? I haven't received a call. I'm not, like, I don't have a star 67 dial on my phone that says, hey, it's God. You know, this is what I want you to do for my life, for your life. It doesn't work like that. I, I don't, I'm not going to say that he won't work like that, but I imagine that's not truly how he works because he really wants us to search and to look for and dive into our relationship with God that's further going to show us what our calling is. But in general, the general sense that every believer, that the calling on their life is to go out and make disciples and to live in a way that honors him. And some of you may not know the specifics of like, how am I actually supposed to do that? You know, I didn't find, I didn't find my specific calling of how I'm going to do those three things of going out and making disciples and living a life that honors him until my sophomore year when I felt called to full-time ministry to give me this platform and these relationships in the room to do that. You may not know the specifics of how you're going to live out that general calling and that'll come. Don't worry. It's, it'll come. Everyone's in a different life stage, but that will come. But I want to tell you, even though I didn't know my calling, I still knew that I had to chase after that calling. Because let's say, let's say the second that I encountered, encountered trouble, encountered an obstacle in my life, and I, I just stopped. If I just stopped chasing God, if I stopped pouring into my relationship 
and searching for what God wants in my life whenever the first, first obstacle or first resistance came in my life. I would not be here in this room, and I imagine I would not be the same person I am today. Because my big, my big oomph in my life, my huge obstacle, if you've heard my story, if you know my story, is that in eighth grade, my father passed away from cancer. And if I, if I jumped ship from my relationship with God, if I just said, no, screw this, I'm, I'm done, you know, I tried my best, but I can't, I can't move on from this one thing that happened in my life, then I, I wouldn't be who I am today, and I love who I am today. But it, it also wasn't myself, because there are people around us, God wants us to be in community with other believers. And in that moment when I was in eighth grade, and my father passed away, there were a group of men, some of, some of my dad's best friends, some of them just friends from work or people at church that just knew me personally as a student. They collectively filled the hole that me losing my dad left in my heart. And without them doing that, I'd, the same thing would happen. I would not be who I am today. And so what I charge you with is that the, the minute that obstacles come up, the second that there is some resistance, that there is something to jump over to continue moving forward. Because if we stop, we're preventing growth from happening in our own lives. The fact is, is we will all face trials. Some big, some small, not sure when or what they look like, but we'll all face trials. It's just a matter of of when those trials come, that we follow Paul's example. And that's in Hebrews 12, verse 1. Let us run with endurance the race that has been set before us. And know this, that when we are facing trials, sometimes we may take it as like, oh, I'm, I'm encountering some trouble, I'm having a hard time with this, with this job or with this relationship or whatever that looks like. That doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path. Know that. You know, if, if you're facing trials, that doesn't say, like, oh, oh got to go, got to switch paths. No, because Paul, he was on the, the right path. Would you agree? Yeah, nods around the room. Good. Paul was on the right path, yet he was still encountering those trials, having to overcome those obstacles, but he was on the right path. Sometimes it is a sign that you're on the wrong path and that you need to switch trains or whatever metaphor you want to use to go in another direction. But oftentimes, it's just a, just a little speed bump on the road. Whatever that looks like for each and every one of you, it's different. Paul was on that right, that right path, and he still faced those trials. You can be on the right path, and you'll still face trials. It's just a matter of fact that we need to keep moving forward. We cannot allow the obstacles to stop us from being all that God has called us to be. In the same way in my life, the same way in Paul's life, the same way in the story of Moana. If she just stopped the minute, you know, those pirates that were coconuts came up, you know, and just, I'm out. I, I, didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Right? I know, I, I know it's probably weird to look at, but if she just left then mass consequences would have happened throughout the world in, in, in Disney. Okay. But bring it back to Paul. If Paul stopped, if Paul said, I'm tired, I'm tired of 
you know, doing this, doing this God thing. I'm, I'm being, I'm being beaten. I'm being brought within the in, within an inch of death. I'm getting shipwrecked. I'm getting pelted with stones. I'm just, I'm gonna back away. I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna scream Jesus everywhere. Then we would not have the Bible as it looks today. There would be some scripture, yes. But the personal account of Paul's testimony going from Saul to Paul, he would not be a crucial picture in the story of Jesus. Keep moving forward, no matter the obstacles, no matter the trials that you face. And you'll see that you grow immensely from those trials. 